right, Chris, what's going on? Hey, Sam, how's it going? Can you hear me all right? I can hear you perfect. Let me just do the intro and we'll get rolling. All right. So, everybody, this is the Four Lee podcast. The four is for my mother who passed away from ALS. And then Lee is my the name of my brother who also uh, passed away a year later. This podcast is all about like learning from different people's stories and hopefully hear something today that can uh, help you grow as a person. Today's guest I'm really excited about. It's a good friend of mine, Chris. Uh, Chris, if you wouldn't mind introducing yourself. Yeah, sure. So my name's Chris. I live in Ames, Iowa. I work very closely with my family in the bicycle industry. I've known Sam for most of my life. And <laughs> uh, this is kind of an interesting uh, experience because me and Sam haven't caught up in, I don't know, 15 years or so. It's so, funny uh, I wrote that down. I was like, I was like writing down some stuff that I would maybe address. And I was like, I don't think I've talked to him in 15 years. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It, it feels like at least 15 years, but uh, yeah, yeah, it's kind of uh, strange to be doing this live on a podcast, but uh, I, it's 2023. So uh, let's do it. <laughs> 2023. Anything strange is cool. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Good the point. stranger, the cooler. But um, Well, so first off, man, how, how did you end up in Iowa? Okay, so um, my my dad is originally from Iowa. I okay. uh, I've always had a connection to the state. My brother went to college at Iowa State in two thousand one, okay. and then shortly after that, uh, my dad decided to move his business out here. And it was about two thousand six when we were graduating high school, and I needed a place to go because. Honestly speaking, my grades weren't anything all that uh, to speak about. So I followed the family out to Iowa, and uh, it's been a, a hell of a ride ever since. Well, so correct me if I'm wrong here, but your whole family went to Iowa State, right? For the most part, yeah. I mean, sisters, brothers. My dad never did, but he's a, a Vietnam vet, so he gets a, he gets a pass at that. But um uh, yeah, we pretty much all went to Iowa State, Cyclones to the bone, and uh, and yeah, we uh, we live out here. Well, first off, I did not know your dad was a Vietnam vet. That's that's an interesting thing to hear. Um, tell him thank you for his service. Absolutely, he'll love to hear that. Yeah, no, I, I wouldn't mind getting him on the pod, man. I, I would love to talk to a Vietnam guy. Uh, I think uh, he likes to talk, so he he might be down for this. Yeah, yeah, we'll, we'll we'll link up after this and, and discuss that. That'd be great. You know, there's people that uh, that are very uh, weary of telling war stories, and my dad was like that, like the majority of my life. But uh, in his in his older age, he's definitely gotten more uh, liberal with what he'll share. So he would be a great podcast podcast guest. Not gonna lie. Yeah, no, that'd be that'd be awesome. Um, I, I'm looking forward to that. Uh, but <laughs> but today's about you. And uh, I'm, I, first off, I can't thank you enough for coming on. I think we we linked up on Instagram, and it was it was cool. I was like, God, oh, Chris, man, I haven't heard from him in a minute. Um, yeah. it was good catching up with you and stuff like that. Um, yeah, I think uh, honestly, I, I'm at the point in my life where I just like rooting for people. I like rooting for people I know. So uh, when I saw you doing the podcast, I had to listen and. Uh, and yeah, man, it, it brings me joy that you're doing doing well and uh, and getting this thing off the ground is, is just amazing. Yeah, well, I mean, it was like I was at a point where I was just like, what do I do? You know, right, um, yeah. I, lost, I lost friends, family, like all so quickly. And, and my life was like collapsing all around me. And I was just like, I'll, I'll be honest with you. I was just like, I don't know if I care about living anymore. And uh, Ooh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And and one of my friends, he was just like, I can't blame you. And I was like, what? Yeah. <laughs> and he was like, yeah, you know, I mean, it's, it's pretty bad. <laughs> right. So Sometimes it takes, it takes like someone else's word to like make you realize that, okay, it is okay that I'm feeling that way. So like, I, I 100% get that. Yeah. I mean, I would just wake up in like cold sweats, just thinking like the last, I mean, the last time I saw my brother, obviously not alive, but it was, uh, it was tough to see. It, it just, I couldn't get it out of my head. Right. And so I'd been talking about doing a podcast, but I, you know, I was just talking about it. And um, finally, you know, I did it and uh, people, people enjoy it, which to me is like a way of continuing Lee's life after death is, you know, this, yeah. th there's people have called me and been like, dude, this podcast saved my life. And I'm like, really? Like, I, I, like, that's amazing. Yeah. Like, and it's, that's Lee who's doing that, not me. 
So I'm not going to lie. I was nervous to even be broadcasting on a podcast. So <laughs> do you not have those nerves? Was that never really an issue with you? Or did you like, were you just nervous as hell the first time you're sort of opening up on this? Well, so originally when I, when I started the podcast, I had a, I, um, I had a friend who was doing it with me and then she had a, she got transferred. So she left and it was just me. And I, I had I, like, one of my friends was just like, Hey, you got to put something out weekly. Otherwise people lose interest. So I did this yeah. podcast by myself. I did one episode and I talked about things that I was generally just keeping in. And um, people called me and were like, dude, that's the best one you've ever done. Like that needs to be what you do from now on. And that's so cool. I was like, I was like, well, you know what? Like there's other people out there who have been through things. Right. Cause I kind of, I felt like I had a monopoly on sadness and depression. Right. If you will. <laughs> yeah. And, and I realized that that's not the case. And instead of just feeling that way, I might as well use this platform for other people to talk. And it's just really awesome to have different people from different walks of life, talk about things and other people who don't even know who those people are, but like, they can be like, I feel better now because I'm not alone in this struggle. Right. And yeah, no, that's that's cool, man. I think like um, I I'm I don't know how how heavy I I could possibly get, but uh, but it's cool just to talk to you, and, and uh, I'm excited just to just to just to re engage with you because this is like I said, it's been forever. So this is this is a really cool situation. Yeah, and I mean, it's your show. I'm just I'm just here, you know. Um, but to answer your original point, yeah, I was nervous to talk about things and like people thinking i'm crazy but my brother-in-law was like dude you are crazy (laughs) when he said that i was like yeah you know whatever might as well try to help people instead you know so um hey if you help if you help one person then you've done your job right so like think of it like that exactly exactly but um i know i know when we had talked earlier there was some stuff you wanted to talk about and and how it usually goes is you know people talk and then i talk and it's it's it goes by quick and it's, it's an awesome experience and uh, I appreciate each and every guest I ever have. Well, I appreciate you, man. Let's, uh, let's get it on. Okay. Um, so first of all, the first thing I want to talk about is, uh, the, the big, I, I think it's still the big 12, but the West Virginia, Iowa state, we do need to see a game together. Yeah, dude. I, uh, I would love to make that happen. Every Iowa State fan that I've talked to that's gone to Morgantown said that that is their favorite uh, place to see an away game. So I just got back from Austin. I thought Austin was an incredible city. Obviously, yeah. screw Texas. They're leaving the Big 12. <laughs> but uh, but I think Morgantown is definitely high on the list for, for any Iowa State fan that wants to see a game. Dude, Morgantown is one of the best places in the world, um, especially on game day. It's It's insane. So when I picture Morgantown, I picture just like hillbilly mountain town. Am I getting that right? Or is it, does it feel more like a, more like a, like a city or what's the vibe there? It's definitely not a city per se. Cause it, it, but Pittsburgh's only like 50 minutes away. So if you want like a big city vibe, you can just go up there. But Morgantown is more like, it's just a, it's a, it only exists because of the college. Like if, if the college didn't exist, I don't, I don't think there'd be that many ch- people there, but it's, it's just everything revolves around the university. And when there's a game day, people from all over West Virginia come up there. Like it, West Virginia university is that state's team. Um, right. You know, it's their pro team. Exactly. Like coming from New York, you got the Jets, Giants. there's like a million teams, but in West Virginia, yeah. it's just the Mountaineers. So that's really yeah. cool. And that's the same, same at Iowa State. I mean, we have a much smaller city in Des Moines, which is, you know, 45 minutes away. But, uh, but in Iowa, college sports is your pro team. Obviously, Iowa, University of Iowa is the big team in town, but uh, Iowa State is actually the larger of the two universities now. And we're just pumping out alumni and getting the young kids engaged. So it, it's a very fun time to be an Iowa State fan. You know, we got two great coaches in both basketball and football. So it's uh, it's it's been a hell of a ride. I mean, we've been bottom feeders for a long time yeah. and it does seem like the tide is changing. So, uh, I mean, same thing with, with uh, Iowa State and West Virginia. Game day is everything uh, when it comes to the fall. And I look forward to the fall. Like, you know, everybody like you're growing up in in, in New York. You look forward to school getting out and enjoying the summer. 
mm-hmm. here we look forward to the fall so we can get out and tailgate. And it's oh, just yeah. a completely well, I, different, yeah. I think fall is probably the best season. I mean, Iowa State, I remember Seneca Wallace was like one of my favorite quarterbacks. Um, yeah, he was incredible. Yeah, I, I don't know if he goes to games or anything, but he was awesome. He and, actually owns a uh, a wing stop in town, so I'll stop there every once in a while just to just to support him. Have you met him? I have not, but uh, do you remember the run? Like, there's a, there's this very famous run where he where they say he ran like 120 yards in like a 20 yard touchdown. Yeah, of course. So he went, of course, yeah. yeah. So that is like the infamous like uh, Seneca Wallace. Uh, you know, he was he was in Heisman. Uh, he was a Heisman candidate at the time. Yeah, and he was, a lot he of people like thought he was going to win. Pat White. Exactly. And uh, yeah, he was just uh, he, he's he's just a legend. Him and Troy Davis are like the true uh, legends. Now we got the new crop. We got Brock Purdy, uh, who's obviously leading the charge at the at the Niners. Hopefully he does yeah. a, does good this year and can hold on to that job because I know Trey Lance is is right at his heels. But I, I um, think I think Brock Purdy is a stud, man. I, I Trey Lance. Yeah, he was the number three pick, but Brock Purdy. I mean, I looked up Brock Purdy. His stats at Iowa State were amazing. Absolutely, and uh, he has like he has that X factor that you know he, he's kind of Favre like, where he can shake off uh, a pick and, and just get back in there and, and sling it. I, if he doesn't get hurt, the Niners are in the Super Bowl. <laughs> I, I hope so. That'd be that'd be a pretty cool thing to see. Oh, I, uh, uh, I I grew up with the Jets. And uh, and now the Jets have three Cyclones on their team. They just drafted Will McDonald. They uh, they they have Brees Hall, who obviously went through that unfortunate yeah, injury. Back. Yep, unfortunate injury last year. He would have been Rookie of the Year had he not gotten hurt. Oh yeah, hundred percent. And they just got Alan Lazard with Aaron Rodgers because that that's his boy. I didn't know Lazard went to Iowa State. Yeah, so so now they're talking. It's like uh, there's T-shirts going around town that says the Cyclone Jets. Okay, yeah. Um, I mean, I, I'm interested to see how the Jets play. I actually, so my brother-in-law, he he does a um, a sports website, and it's it's called Restaurant Chair Athletics. So I okay, keep is it specific it. to like a, a sport or a team? No, so it's I don't want to say it's like barstool, but it it's it's like it's like right. uh, pop and sports and everything. It's pretty good. I, I read his stuff, but. Um, there's an article on there about how Aaron Rodgers is uh, like he, he was Green Bay's like Green Bay was like his high school sweetheart. And then yeah. now he's free and he's in New York and he can have the time of his life and win a Super Bowl. <laughs> so it's pretty, it's yeah. a pretty good website. I mean, I think Aaron Rodgers is probably clinically insane, but at the oh, same yeah. time, um, I, I do respect that he's so outside the box nowadays. Cause like he obviously had to grow up in a situation where it's like, pretty buttoned up and uh you know you're you're the next Brett Favre yada 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 won a Super Bowl but um it's it's really cool to see him at a different sort of mind wavelength than than other quarterbacks and honestly I respect it oh yeah Roger is definitely a little off but so here's something interesting um do you have an internal dialogue yeah. Uh, yeah, definitely. Of course. I think everyone does. Right. <laughs> no. So it apparently only 30 percent of people have an internal dialogue. So you say what I am like when I can't sleep until, you know, I'm, I'm up until like four in the morning because I'm just thinking about shit. <laughs> yeah. not everybody does that. Apparently not. Yeah. I was, I was shocked <laughs> to hear that. But I think it also it lends credence to my theory that I'm only friends with people who are psychotic, you know, <laughs> which, which is fun because it, it makes for an interesting life. Yeah, exactly. Why not be a little, a little psychotic? Yeah, every I don't want to be a, a normal person. You know, give me some crazy. Honestly, you're, you're kind of blowing my mind right now because that speaks to me so well. <laughs> yeah, I, I told my dad about that. He was he was very shocked. And he looked it up, and he was like, "That's true." And I was like, "Yeah." I was like, that so true? does your does your dad have an internal dialogue? Oh, of course. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, the apple doesn't fall far from yeah, the tree. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, he he's doing well though. Uh, I don't know if you know my sister; she just had um, her first kid. So um, nice. How you enjoy being an uncle, dude? It's so cool. It's so cool. Um, uh, it doesn't really get rolling until they're like three or four, and because uh, my sister has three kids. Okay. And uh, it's just so cool to to watch these kids grow up and, and have a little bit of influence on them while they're going through 
uh, you know, just the early stages of life. It's it's a lot of fun. Yeah, being an uncle is like you don't have to like be a parent, but you can still like do the cool stuff. And then when something's like like a diaper needs to get changed or whatever, you just you get out of there. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. no, that's not for me. <laughs> yeah, the so, mom or grandma, like you take care of that. Like my mom's crazy. She has like no qualms about like digging in the back of a diaper to check if there's you know something going on there. And I'm like, yeah, I don't even want to see it. I'm gonna sit that one out, you know. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so yeah, that's uh, that's, that's pretty cool. That's pretty pretty. My dad's so excited. Um, and he, you know, he's he's been through a lot, so it's good to see right. him. Um, I, I mean, he had this picture when the baby was first born, and the smile on that guy's face. Like, I, I don't know anyone who deserves something like that more. That makes my heart happy, man. That's uh, that's awesome. It really is. Yeah. So he and you know he built this crib. And like you know, he's not exactly the most handy guy. Is he a woodworker or what? No, <laughs> no, <laughs> no. But he was determined to build this crib, and I mean, this thing is like a castle. Like he, he got the best crib. <laughs> yeah, so he, he's all about it. And uh, I'm picturing like two by fours just like slapped together. Yeah, yeah, he was watching YouTube videos of like what's a screwdriver, Phillips versus flathead. But he figured yep. it out, and the baby loves it, so it's great. Dude, YouTube has changed our lives. There's like. I own a house, right? And there's nothing that I will not try to tackle after watching a YouTube video. Oh, yeah, dude. When you own a house, like, the last thing you want to do is call somebody. You want to figure it out yourself. Right. And at the very least, at, at the very least, you want to be able to talk to the person like you know the problem. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You could, you could, you could be 100% off, but I'd be like, oh, I think it's the, uh, I think it's the. Uh, the regulator. Uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> something something weird. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Just go with regulator if you have no idea. I mean, look at you yeah. <laughs> You're like, that's not a thing. Yeah. Like, no, no. We must be talking about a different engine. Trust me. <laughs> yeah. So, but yeah, no, I mean, there's, dude, it's crazy. Cause like, we're not that old, but like time, like we didn't have smartphones in middle school, right. or high school, you know? Yeah, and it's it's like, how did we survive? <laughs> you, you know, Dude, I remember I had uh, encyclopedias as a kid that I used to like look up things. Yep, you Encyclopedia remember? I, like, Britannica. Yeah, or there was the there was the offshoot one that that my family definitely had because we were buying <laughs> the most expensive one. Yeah, I just remember it was like twenty six volumes, and that was like all the information I knew as a kid because that was it. I remember like you do a book report and like if it really came down to it, you'd cut out like an image from the encyclopedia to be, to slap it on your report and be yeah. like, like, sorry, we sacrificed the encyclopedia for my uh, fifth grade <laughs> yeah. project. On, yeah, that page is gone. On Minnesota. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. But yeah, it's crazy. I could imagine being a kid today with Snapchat. I would get in so much trouble. Oh my gosh. My, my niece, who's only eight years old, just got a TikTok, and i wanted to throw up i was like you cannot have an eight-year-old on TikTok. there's yeah. so much crap out there that yeah, yeah they should not be exposed to at this young of an age i can't imagine well the, i mean yeah that's not yes there's just well, so you'll, many weirdos. You'll, you'll experience it here soon i mean it's, it'll only be a few years away where they're just watching youtube videos for 24 hours straight well my sister always gets upset but have you ever seen the movie taken yeah yeah definitely i'm like listen if wes ever gets taken like that's my moment i've been waiting for this my whole life. <laughs> yeah you can <laughs> rely like, on me i've been i've been trading for this <laughs> yeah she's always like what why why is that your thought and i'm like well i'm just saying if it happens i'm ready yeah <laughs> <laughs> honestly i i have those same thoughts it's like yeah if, if this situation is going down this is exactly what i'm gonna do you know you're yeah, always like, like three like, steps ahead yeah, like I'm not saying it's gonna happen, but I'm saying if it does happen, I got this. We'll <laughs> I'm, I'm your man. <laughs> he'll be he'll be fine. <laughs> yep. Oh man, that's too funny. Yeah. So, but I know there was some stuff you you wanted to talk about, and uh, it's been great catching up. I don't want to say it isn't, but um, yeah, I wanted to you know give you time because we only got 59 minutes. Eventually, maybe we'll have enough money to buy. Uh, an extended time, but right now I'm just paying for the minimum one because I, I fund this all out of pocket, <laughs> and, and I love my brother, yeah. but you know I don't love him enough for. <laughs> no, yeah, honestly, I don't really have an agenda. I think, uh, I mean, if we if we want to talk about some things, I would I would say that where I have become a little bit more grounded is just like looking at things from like ten thousand feet. You know what I mean? Yeah, where it's yeah. like where it's like what really matters and what doesn't. Mm -hmm. So like I've been trying to 
I'll get anxiety every once in a while. I'll try to calm my nerves a little bit. What yeah. I found that really helps me is is meditating. And I, I don't think you've talked about meditating a lot on your podcast, but uh, I'm very new to it. But it's something that like just listening to your breath or saying like a mantra over and over again for a good 10 minutes, it's it's mind changing. It's It's really cool that you can you can get into this state where it's like, okay, I'm just, I'm just calm now. Have you ever tried meditating before? I dude, I'm going to be honest. So one of my guests, uh, Brina, she, she was huge into meditation. Um, this was like one of the first episodes that came out. So I, you know, but, um, I, I fear being alone and I've gotten better at it, but I fear being alone in my own head sometimes. So meditation scares me. Yeah. Honestly, uh, I, I know where you're coming from, but um, what I found that really helps is like you just come up with a, a, a mantra. So I would say something like control what you can, control what you can, control what yeah. you can. And that, you know, you, you try to just listen to your breath. And then when your thoughts just sort of wander, you just go back to that. I Honestly, I would recommend it to anybody. And like, I'm just getting into this, like, I am no expert in this, but uh, the, the, the sort of buzz that you get when, when that phone alarm goes off after 10 minutes is it's really life-changing. Like you, you get better sleep, you, you feel a little bit more grounded. I'd recommend it to anybody. So do you, do you have an app you use or how, how does that work? So I read one book okay, and it was like a hundred pages and it was basically just like an intro to it. And that's all I've done so far. I'd like to get deeper into it, but it's like, at the same time, you need to dedicate time to it, which mm-hmm. I'm never good at dedicating time to anything. <laughs> so it's, yeah. uh, I, I, I don't know. I, w- I would recommend it to anybody, but at the same time, um, it, it, it is a commitment. It definitely is. So do, is there like a certain posture you use or position? Like, are you repeating so I do the classic, like, you know, legs, uh, crisscross okay. with like, with like your palms up, but that's only yeah. because I, that's all I've seen from like, you know, movies. And, yeah, it's in the Lion King, yeah. yeah, exactly. So that's the only thing that I've ever really tried. And, um, I'd like to learn more about it, but like, honestly, there's a million different ways to do it. And, uh, and you, I, I think you just need to do a little bit of research to find out what works for you because I don't think there's a right way or a wrong way. I would agree with that point. Like just because something works for you or something works for me, it doesn't, it doesn't mean it works for everybody. But I think that when you have that mindset, like anxiety yeah. is crippling, like, like you can look fine and it'll, but like to like to outside people, but like for me, it feels like there's like a knife, like an invisible knife in my chest that I can't get out. And like, I can barely right. breathe, but no one can really notice it except, you know? Yeah. And um, so yeah, meditation could be a potential outlet. Um, I would I'm, say just give it a try, man. I, I understand where you're coming from, where it's like you don't want to be alone with your thoughts, but the whole point is to not have thoughts. Yeah. And you, so you're telling me that when you meditate, you're thoughtless. The, the goal is to be thoughtless. Yeah. And you, you know, when people that? talk about, you know, when people talk about their third eye, not really, no. So it, in, in meditation, you want to get to this point where you're looking basically through your forehead. So when you get to a certain point of stilling your mind, that's when you start to, your eyes almost roll to the back of your head and you just start peering out your forehead. And that's where you really want to get to. You don't want to think about anything. It's, it's not about like being quiet. It's like making your brain turn off. And what, what happens when you achieve that? Like, what does it feel like? So I haven't gotten like, I haven't gotten like really deep into it, but the first time I tried it, I was like, wow, that was, that was really cool. And the best part about it is like, when you, when you come out, you're just sort of on this buzz on this, on this sort of natural high, you know, are you a runner at all? Have you experienced runner's high? Oh, dude, I love runner's high. Yeah. It's the same exact thing. You know, when you're running and you start to like maybe sing a song and it's just like the same lyric over and over and over again. Yeah that that's basically what it is so i would say running would be like another sort of form of meditation especially long distance running 
Yeah, no, I, I run all the time. I think um, running. So one thing I had to I had to realize about myself is that I have to like stay busy, right? And if I'm not working, like, I have to because if I if I don't, I can just get down this dark path and like just the the negative thoughts, like you're not good enough, you're not smart enough, you're and take like you failed and everything, right? Like and and even though I know it's not true, those voices are so powerful that they can consume me. And so in order to like negate that, I was just like, yeah. I'm going to do jujitsu. I'm going to box. I'm going to run. I'm going to lift. And I'm going to make myself so tired that I, that voice in my head just doesn't have time to say anything. Cause I'm going to go to bed. <laughs> right. And, um, you know, that, that's been helpful, but also like I, what, one thing I, and this is a weird fear, but like, is because as you get older, right? Like you can't do all those things that you could do when you're, you know, our age or younger. So like, right. what do I, what do I do then? So meditation could be, something that could help and i appreciate you bringing that up yeah man i would definitely just like be open to it you know be open to everything really yeah i think i i agree with you you said earlier like as you've gotten older like you realized things that matter and things that don't yeah and i think that that's so true and i, I just remember like my mom used to always say like um you know when you'll you'll realize when you get older or she'd say like you'll miss me when i'm gone and, and right. the thing is i never thought that i would miss her at a younger younger age you know right yeah and and i don't obviously she didn't think that either but so it's like you don't like that's one thing if there's a blessing in disguise about like losing lee and my mom it's that i have like a uh, like in my mind i'm always like all right you can be mad about this situation but at the end of the day like you don't know when the last time you talk to someone is and you want the last right. time you talk to that person to be where you're mad for no reason. Right, exactly. Yeah, well, I honestly, I've been very fortunate in life. You know, I still have both my parents. My my mom got diagnosed with bra uh, breast cancer when I was really young, but, uh, you know, she's she's been cancer-free forever, you know, and my dad's, you know, an older dad. He's 76. My mom's uh, probably 70 here soon, and... Um, and I really haven't had to go through a lot of the struggles that other people have had. You know, obviously I've lost people in my life, but um, I, I've been very fortunate and it's hard for me to relate sometimes to, to people that have experienced extreme tra tragedy like that. Well, I mean, and, and, and that's kind of something that I struggled with um, was that I would just um, immediately negate anybody who didn't go through what I went through. And I would right. just like assume like, oh, you're just being like a baby because you don't know what real loss is. Right. But yeah. that's not fair because just because life went one way for me doesn't mean that someone else who had an experience that they that made them sad or depressed or whatever. Right. It doesn't mean that that experience didn't matter. And, yeah. you know, the older I've gotten and the more I've taken time to think about things, it's it's like, well, who are you to judge other people, you know? Exactly. And that's what I'm talking about with that, like 10,000 foot view of like, you know, we all we're all doing these different things and we all have these different things going on in our lives. And it's like, who's to say that, you know, one's worse than the other? Or I mean, granted, there are worse tragedies out there, but everybody deals with different things. Exactly. You know, like, well, just because. Uh... oh, sorry. No, go ahead. I was just saying, like, just because somebody like their dog dies doesn't mean that that doesn't matter. Right. You know, like, um, yeah. or, you know, maybe their tire gets flat on the way, you know, like it's just. Right. And and that's kind of where I've tried to focus the, the podcast is more like letting like giving a, a platform to anybody. Like, I, I don't care who, who like there's people I've never even met who have called me and been like, hey, can I be on the podcast? And I'm like, absolutely. You know, because it's cool yeah. to um, just hear different people's, you know, Right. trials and tribulations and how they react to it because i'm like all right you know that's that's something i can put in my tool bag you know like that's right. cool that's a cool and you talking about meditation or whoever talking about whatever right. so i'm very interested in the podcast realm like is it easier to talk to somebody you don't know or is it easier to talk to somebody you do know i would think someone you do know would be slightly easier but i don't know that's a that's an amazing question um that's a really good question uh so i find Anytime I do a podcast with someone I haven't met before, the first like 15 minutes is a little, little more awkward than if it's somebody I, I know right. pretty well, but that 
I think that they're all good in their own realm because mm-hmm. one of the things that I've noticed is some people know my brother and some people don't, or some people know mm-hmm. my mother and some people don't. So um, if they know Lee, it's easier to talk about Lee, but if they don't right. know Lee, then by the end of the show, like I feel like they do know Lee, but it takes a little bit to get there. And um, so it's just, I, I generally, I just enjoy talking to people and hearing about different people's experiences in life. Um, whether I know them or, or don't, it really doesn't matter. But, yeah. um, you know, it is cool to, to catch up with. I, I mean, I had Seth on. Uh, yep. I hadn't seen him in forever. And, you know, yep. that's fun because, you know, we were, we were friends in middle school, high school, stuff like that. Yep. Uh, but meeting a complete stranger and talking to them is, is also it's just different dynamics. And I just generally enjoy talking to people. And uh, it's, it's much better um, for me to have a uh, have a conversation with somebody and then go do something stupid yeah well yeah <laughs> you definitely don't want to be doing anything stupid. you know like because for a while there i was doing really like everything stupid imaginable like my dad was just like he was like sam yeah. he's like i don't want you to be in debt or in jail he's like i already lost one son like and I right was just like, he, yeah he can't handle another one yeah i understand yeah. and then you know my sister when she was pregnant she was like you know i want you to be you know the uncle i know you can be and i was like right that and and I feel like I got kind of like a blank slate because of all the things, but it's like, now it's on me to, you know, keep moving in the right direction. And, you know, yeah. just like, I, I was, I don't want to say I was embarrassing my mom, but I felt like I was because she would have, right. she raised me better than that. If that makes sense. Do you think growing up in New York had uh, some form of like pressure that you wouldn't experience if you grew up elsewhere? Um. I mean, New York, when you've lived in New York, you know, everybody, everybody on the planet knows New York um, yeah. as a, you know, so there is pressure um, to, to, to be something or be someone. But yeah, I think that over time, you kind of realize that that's, there's, there's no like, there's a gray area. It's not white or black. Like being successful yeah. is what you deem as successful in your life. You know, like I, I've worked in Manhattan and had like a, a sweet sales job with tons of money. And I, yep. I, I wasn't happy. Like I was going right. to blow my brains out if I continued doing that. And yeah. now I have a, a different job. I'm, I'm actually a, a firefighter <laughs> and, oh, nice. and uh, a personal trainer. And dude, I've never been happier. Like, um, yeah, it, it, it goes to show that, you know, money isn't everything. It's, it doesn't buy happiness. And like, that's so cliche. But at the same time, it's very true. Yeah. I mean, yeah, well, like money is awesome, but like if if you're making a lot of it and you're just going home every night and drinking yourself to death and swiping on Tinder, like that's not, that's not real happiness. The reason why I asked this is because in, in, when you grow up in New York, you kind of get painted into a box, you know, where it's like Mm -hmm. you're a jock or you're a, you know, a theater kid or whatever. In Iowa, it's very different where like the starting quarterback could also be the lead of the play. And you have these people around you that like support you, which is like, was kind of like mind blowing when I realized that there were like societies out there where like they would be nice to each other, where it wasn't just, you know, ball busting all the time. Yeah, no, that's definitely New York. And and it, I'm sure you, you being from New York, like whenever I'm in yeah. out, and I live in Jacksonville now, um, yep. but like, you know, we're always shit talking. Like, that's how we say we love you pretty much. Like someone says good morning and it's like, yeah, whatever nerd, you know? And it took me a little bit to get used to like, uh, yeah, people take offense to that. And I'm like, Oh, I'm from New York. Like that's, (laughs) yeah. By the way, (laughs) let me clarify. Yeah. 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 So I I do agree with that. It's just, I mean, New York is just, um, it's nonstop, you know, like if something's supposed to be there at four and it's four Oh two, you got like 15 people calling you. And if it's in the South or wherever, you know, somewhere that is in New York, yeah. It's more relaxed. Like, oh, I'll get here when you get here. Be safe. I got sweet tea for you. Yeah. Like, what? <laughs> it's uh, it's kind of crazy. It's like, you know, if, if if one of my friends were to write a song when I was growing up in New York, they'd be, I'd be like, you know, look at this asshole, you know, <laughs> like writing a song and shit, talking about his feelings. Out here, it's like, uh, yeah, you know, that's awesome, man. They're really supporting. And it's like, yeah, it, it's kind of crazy that like we came from such a, a a background where it's like 
how much can I shit on someone to show them I love them? You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. There's no <laughs> such thing as like complimenting. Like if you if yeah. you benched like two twenty five, your boy would put two thirty five and rep it. Yep. You know, <laughs> and, like look at you and be like, "That's all you got." Yep. <laughs> yeah, and so being like, "Dude, personal record, awesome." <laughs> yeah, yeah. It it definitely is a different dynamic, but I wouldn't change growing up. No, in York, you know, I wouldn't just... either. I wouldn't either. I mean, just the the fact that you know everybody's so quick and witty is like the the biggest bonus that you can get from growing up in that in that society yeah so let me ask let me you've been asking me questions but are you going to go back to new york or are you staying in iowa i will never move back to new york simply for the fact the cost of living i i don't think i could make it work plus yeah. i got you know i have a, i have a wife i i got two kids uh, two dogs and i'll probably have kids at some point so I don't picture myself making that dramatic of a change at any point in my life, but Hey, you never know. You know, this is a crazy roller coaster. So take what yeah, take well, comes. New, there's a song by uh Boz Skaggs. It's called like wear sunscreen. I don't know if you heard it. It was like, no, big... I don't know that one, but I do love boss gags. Yeah. It, it, so he, he says in the song, Lido that, shuffle, that... right? Huh? Lido shuffle. That's a yeah. boss gag song. <laughs> he, he says <laughs> to the, it's something extent of like live in New York once, but leave before it makes you hard. And then he says, live in California once, but leave before it makes you soft. And, That's a um, beautiful line. Yeah, I think, I think I've had enough New York, you know? Like, yeah. I love visiting New York. I love going with people who've never been and showing them around. Yeah. Um, but as far as living there again, I think, I think I'm good. Um, right, yeah. So um, well, uh, I'll just go into some of my interests, and maybe, maybe this will spark some conversation. Yeah, sure. Uh, so I was just in Austin, and uh first night there went to joe rogan's comedy club saw saw a comedy show okay so um whitney cummings was the feature she was incredibly funny and uh tom papa was 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 the main guy and uh i didn't go for tom papa i went because i was in austin and i wanted to see joe rogan's comedy club yeah. are you a comedy fan at all dude i actually did uh stand up comedy for a little bit but i had to stop because it got really dark <laughs> yeah like it got really dark and i was just like ah oh, this isn't making like where's better. the punchline sam <laughs> yeah exactly no there was punchlines but people like laughed and then they were like dude are you okay you know and, um, <laughs> yeah can we can we talk yeah. about this <laughs> so i wouldn't mind giving it another shot um but like i want it to be more like not so dark yeah. in my humor but um, so did you like did you put together a set that like you're like okay this is gonna this is gonna hit or well, was it I, like I just, i'm just gonna i'm just gonna do it so uh, I just wrote stuff down and it was all true. And, right. <laughs> and, and, and that, and that, like, I, I, if I did comedy, I wouldn't like make up stories, but it was all true. Right. And then, and then like when people like, like my friends who I sent it to, they were like, dude, like you're not joking, <laughs> you know? And then I started yeah. to like read about uh, comedians and their psychology. And a lot of them are like, they're you know, always twisted. Like the yeah. best ones are twisted. And I just think that, like, where I was at that time in mental health, I was like, this isn't the best outlet. Yeah. Like, maybe maybe now I could do it. Um, yep. But in that moment, it was funny. People laughed, but I didn't like I didn't like yeah. me at that time. So are you familiar with a comic named uh, Shane Gillis? Yeah, my buddy sends me his stuff all the time. Do you know that he went to West Point for a summer, this, probably the same summer that you were there, but he uh, couldn't take it and left? Played football. I did not know that. Yeah, dude, he played football at West Point, which I when I found that out, I was like, I gotta bring this up on Sam's podcast because that's, that's funny. I, quite, I don't crazy I don't, coincidence. Yeah, I don't know him, but um I I've listened to his uh comedy stuff and that's funny. I, does he talk about it ever? Uh he talks about it on like podcasts, but not like in his stand up. Where he really shines. He he obviously got kicked off of uh SNL for some stuff he said on a podcast. Uh, yeah, that that was that was the yeah. guy. Yeah, he he got hired yeah. and fired in like 15 minutes. Yeah, exactly. And it made his career blow up way bigger than it would have if he was ever stuck on Saturday night live. Well, I which mean, is the best part about it. I try not to get too political on the podcast, but I I think cancel yeah. culture is is awful. Oh, yeah, you know? 100%. Like <laughs> I mean, yeah, I mean, who's going to disagree with that? Yeah, it's I don't know who's behind cancel culture because it seems to me like counterproductive. Uh, yeah, so honestly, I, it's one of these things where it's like the person that yells the loudest is getting listened to. But it's 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 all irrelevant. It's like, you know, uh, Bill Burr was on a um, oh, on, I love Bill Burr. On, on some show and he was like, 
Uh, yeah, so people are saying that uh, your material is offensive to women. Goes, yeah, who? Who? Who's saying that? Nobody's saying that, you know? Like, so it's like, yeah, there may be uh, some sort of like cancel culture sort of thing. I don't, I don't buy it. I don't think the true red-blooded American is really giving a crap about you know, what you say on a podcast or anything else. Oh, absolutely in no way does anyone really care. I mean, it's, it's they try to cancel Rogan. Um, yeah. And it was just they, like he was like reading quotes and they like made a com- like a compilation. It made it seem yeah. like he was the most racist guy on the planet. Meanwhile, yeah. he, he adopted his wife's daughter who's biracial. Like, and every right. every UFC guy who was not white was like, dude, Rogan is the best. Like, yeah. what are you talking about? <laughs> yeah. And, or, yeah. or Chappelle is like, yeah, no, I've been down with Rogan since 1996. Like, well, <laughs> they try to cancel Chappelle, too. And I'm like, Dave Chappelle, <laughs> like, you can't cancel him. He's the greatest. Uncancelable. Uncancelable. Yeah, like, yeah. But I, so, yeah, like, I don't know anybody who doesn't think Chappelle's funny, but somehow there was a loud uproar that Chappelle was offensive. And I'm like, who? Yeah. I agree with you. Who's yeah, like who's who's complaining about Chappelle? I think what it what it what it boils down to is if one person says it's offensive or or whatever it is, it's it's the money that supports it. So yeah. like, you know, I mean, it's like this whole Bud Light thing. It's like I I am friends with a lot of uh, people that are on the on the right side of the aisle. Yeah. And they're still drinking Bush Light and Bud Heavy. They were never drinking Bud Light. So they're still supporting the same company. They don't care. Nobody really cares. It's like, it's I, such a farce. Yeah, my my understanding of the Bud Light controversy is that there was like a transgender activist that Bud Light endorsed. And yeah, and good me, for them. Who like, cares? Yeah, I, I mean, to me, like, you, you can be whatever color, whatever gender, whatever, whatever right. you want me to call you. Like, that's fine by me. Like, yep. I, I don't see how people get so upset about these things. Um, I consider myself no. politically pretty moderate, you know, like I try to just Me call too. balls and strikes. Um, yep. I would never like just blindly vote for somebody because they had an R or a D next to their name. I think that's stupid. No, I, I mean, I, I contemplate, you know, not voting in some cases. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, voting... I think voting is an important thing, though, because people have right. died for that right. So to me, it's yeah. like, you know, it takes like 10 seconds. Um, yeah. But so am I, I a bad person? Because I think that uh, I don't want to vote for Biden to be 90 years old in the White House. I mean, I don't know. Well, so here, I mean, that, that's a great point is why isn't there age limits on politicians? Like, I I mean, right. I think Trump is, seven, Trump is 76 now and Biden's like 79 or 80. Like what? Yeah, what they're out of touch guys? with society yeah. at that point. Yeah. yeah, you should. I mean, the president should be like in his fifties, maybe early sixties. Like he, he yeah. should be like a. I mean, you know, you wouldn't give an eighty-one-year-old guy like the keys to your car to drive it, right? Right. Like, yeah, yeah. I'd rather give it to the drunk driver next to him. Yeah, yeah. It's crazy <laughs> to me. There should be term limits on all that stuff. You shouldn't be a, a career politician. Ridiculous. Yeah. I know. Yeah. It's. It, I. I honestly feel that we're way overdue for a third party. It'll never happen in my lifetime. But like at the same time, it's like, what are we doing with this American society where it's like you have the right that's going to bow to every, you know, uh, every, you know, gun toting, whatever. And then the left where it's like, it, it just doesn't make sense to me. I, 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 I hate the whole system, but at the same time, I do like to participate in it. Not gonna well, lie. So, I mean, we whooped Germany twice and then we helped them yeah. establish a government, right? And they kind of did a yeah. better job than we did because they have four parties and they have a, coalition, a great point. And they have a coalition, right? So there's no like one party and rule. They have to come to agreement with like, you know, at least three of the four or whatever and build like a coalition government. And here right. we are with two parties, which, I mean, if you have two people in a room and they have a whole bunch of you, you're not going to agree with. It makes no sense. So, like, and it doesn't make sense that a politician on the left is going to agree with everything on the left. Exactly. It doesn't make sense on the opposite side. No, I mean that you, people should have freedom of thought, and like, you should never like. I shouldn't know what you think just because of your political party affiliation. Yeah. Like, you should have your have, own viewpoint. Have you ever heard of ranked choice voting? Uh so that's like, is that that's like where you 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 rank you you rank the candidates yeah. and like so if like. The so your your second vote matters in in that election too. I think 
I think Vermont or Maine, Maine might be the only state that actually has implemented this, but I like that way better because it's like, at least I had options. Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, I would, I mean, the, I would love for the president to just be a guy from like who worked at like or woman. Yeah. Or yeah. No, when I say guy, I, I, I like when I say dude or guy, I mean, it's, it's, you know, person. Like, I do yeah. the same exact, I do yeah. the same exact thing. And sometimes yeah. I have to catch myself to be yeah, like, you're trying to cancel room. me on my own podcast. You know? <laughs> <laughs> but no, touche. You're right. You're right. I should be a little more woke than that, but um, yeah, man or woman. or whatever. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying yeah. like, you, you know, I, I do that. I'm guilty of it too. So don't, yeah, don't no, take offense I, to it. No, no offense taken, but I would, I would just like it to be somebody who wasn't a politician his whole life. Like just a, a random person, uh, you know, who maybe played like triple A baseball and then like, you know, owned a construction company and was just like, right. you know what, I'm going to run for president and then won. Yeah. And I was like, hey, I hear what you're saying. Here's some real solutions that, you know, because it's it, right. nothing changes. Right. Like every time there's a school shooting, people want banned guns or they want to buy yep. more, and nothing changes. Yeah, um, I have this uh, I have this opinion with um, with immigration. I, I, I honestly feel that the reason why we can't solve the immigration problem is because they don't want to. So they just have these opposing views. That's like, we're going to give them healthcare and uh, you know, free school. And then the other one's like, we don't want them in our country. It's because they don't want to try to solve the issue. Well, no, I mean, that's easily summed up in Republicans are like, Hey, you know, we need a tougher border yeah. and Democrats right. are like, we need that. We, we don't need that, but neither but one. Everybody recognizes everybody recognizes that we need immigration labor as a society exactly. to have. Yeah. yeah. So it's, I mean, just, there, it's all articles, a bunch of bullshit. There's articles that show if like illegal immigration was stopped, that like the economy would collapse. But right. Exactly. There's an I easy think we've been a little it. way too political on this, but uh, I kind of love it. Not going to yeah, lie. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it, I'll just come up with a temporary visa, you know, like, Hey, just check right. in, make sure you make sure you're not in a cartel yeah. because I mean, there's, there, You'd be a fool to believe there's no cartel people, you know, who take advantage of uh, the border. Yeah. And well, uh, how, but, how yeah. about let's we out, let's outline the steps for you to become part of our country. Exactly. Right? Yeah, exactly. I mean, you know, there's good people. Who just I mean, and that's that right. bothers me when people like are like, oh, America is not a great country. I'm like, well, that can't be true because people are literally risking their lives to get here. Right. Yeah. You know, that's so very should, true. We should take pride in our country, and and clearly we're not perfect. There's no there's no human organization in yeah. the world that's perfect. Um, so uh, I've traveled to like a few different countries that okay. I I would consider a better system than what we have today. Like I've been over to Europe, I've been to the Netherlands, Germany, I've been to the UK, mm-hmm. and I think that well, the UK might not be a great example, but I think that what they have going on with you know, free healthcare in some instances and higher taxes does make for a better society. I think where the U.S. is really, I, I think that maybe it works better over there because they're not as diverse of a society where it's like you have to, you have to like tiptoe around certain ideologies. Yeah, well, so the thing about the U.S. That, that bothers me is is we have all this money for, you know, to give to c- other countries for their wars yeah. or, you know, when we were, we were in Afghanistan for 20 years, Iraq for however many years, it, we're all around the world, but we don't take care of our own people. And, yep. you know, when I see like a, a homeless people under the overpass, I'm like, well, we can't take care of them. We're supposed to be the richest country in the world. And to me, that's that's yeah. a crime is that and even. You know, that that subway incident the other day, right, with the Marine who who, yep. who he ended up killing the guy like to me, it's like, all right, well, that guy had mental health problems. And, you know, Clearly. and if it was well known that he needed help, like where, where was the help? Like, it's yeah. unfortunate that the Marine got involved and, and uh, you know, I, you know, obviously they're handling that in the court system well, and stuff like that. But to bring it, that to situation bring it back is to, on the government. It's not yeah. on the people involved. You know, like the, a guy with right. mental health problem, he needs help, and we're not giving it to him. And we have we right. have the money to do it. We're just ignoring the problem, and that that upsets me. To 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 bring it back to Austin, Austin is a city that's known for their homeless now, and it's like this is any city that is now sort of cool and nice weather. Uh, you're gonna have this problem, but why can nobody? Why can uh, not a single city in the U.S. solve this problem? I think because, uh, as as Horvath said, I don't think people care. You know. 
Yeah, people, I think people you're like right. to talk about things, but they don't actually do anything. And um, yeah. you know, I mean, a lot of it is is there's there's a drug problem in this country. You know, we yep. got we got fentanyl coming in. Fentanyl's killing people, and it killed yep. my brother. And, uh, you know, we're not really doing anything about that. Re- rehab centers are money-making scheme. You know, I know tons of people have gone into rehab and then like 72 hours later OD'd. So yeah. um, it's a sad problem and it sucks. And uh, I, I do think mental health yeah. is, is a big crisis in America. And I, I wish that people would do something about it. Yeah. At the same time, it's like people like to shit on the criminal justice system. In a lot of cases, it actually works. Like I, I have a, a friend that... Uh, criminology professor and he'll he'll tell you straight up like going away for you know three four five years whatever it is actually does solve issues in in those people it's not like they're getting out and saying i'm gonna some people are but i'm a lot of them do reform and like to just say like we can't just lock up these people is probably a little bit um farsighted because it it does help a lot of people and he would 100 percent agree with that statement uh, there's a good documentary like it's called the 13th where they talk about like the prison population and how that all developed and the tough on crime and three strikes and stuff yeah and I, I do think prison reform is necessary because there's guys who get charged with having like a dime bag of crack and they go to yeah. jail for like 20 years when you, if you have a dime right. bag okay. i'm, not, I'm yeah. not saying that that's yeah that's not that that when when they say reform, it shouldn't be uh, we shouldn't do this anymore. It should be like, how do we make this make sense? Exactly. Like to me, if you get charged with a petty crime, like you should be on work release. Like you got to stay over at the, like you're you know like they're adults, right? Like hey, here's yeah. the deal. Like you can have a job, but when you're done with the job, you got to come back, check in, take a drug test, that sort of thing. But uh, if you're going to like Rikers just... Island for some, yeah. like, you know it, that's not cool. Like I, there was an article about it. Like I think it was like a sixteen-year-old yeah. kid was stuck in Rikers without a trial date for like ten years or something. Yeah. I think we just talked political for about a half hour. And, oh yeah, uh... yeah. The, the podcast <laughs> is officially canceled. It's going to be trending on Twitter. <laughs> but, All right. Uh, so my 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 next talking point is yeah. uh, so the the next day after the comedy show, I can't believe that's where that's the rant we went on after <laughs> the comedy show. Yeah. But the next point is, uh, uh, so the next day we went and saw live music. Do okay. You, do you enjoy seeing music? I I don't like live music as much as I like iPod, like listening to my iPod. Okay. What is it that you listen to? Uh, DMX, but I also listen to... Yeah, uh, rap is just not a good live... Uh, it, it's great for pumping yourself up in a car, but it's just, it's not a great live experience. Yeah, I mean, I, my mom took me to Rod Stewart live, and that was that was terrific. Man, uh, I would love to see Rod Stewart, but I think you need to get out more, man. There's a lot of good music out there that I think you uh, you'd probably appreciate if you saw it live. What what genre are you recommending? So the the concert I went to, which might not be my recommendation for you per se, was <laughs> uh, was a bluegrass show, and the guy's name is Billy Strings. Okay, you ever heard of him? I have not. He puts on an amazing performance. He's young. He's he's up and coming, um, but but really, I I've been seeing live music since since college, and it's been one of these consistent things in my life where it's like, all right, let's go to uh, Milwaukee, let's go to Denver, let's go to Chicago, and go see a concert for the weekend. And this has been something that I've been doing for a long time. Okay. That's and you so, have so, a great so you have like... a great venue for you. You have a great venue by you, right at um, St. Augustine. Yeah, so you're you're saying that you kind of tie in traveling and and seeing live concerts. Yeah, and honestly, I've been slowing down quite a bit because it's like one of these things where it's like, all right, we're gonna go travel for music, we're gonna go party all night, we're gonna you know sleep until one in the afternoon, and that makes me feel a little bit bad where it's like okay well i was just in this amazing city and i didn't see anything yeah but i've 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 gotten older where it's like okay we're going to take it easy we're going to go see a concert but the next day we're going to be out and about yeah so what i like to do whenever i go to a new city is i i google top 10 things to see in said city and at least try to hit like three of the 10 yeah that's that's a good good thing to do yeah because and and then um you know i was like i think people get too like I'm only on Instagram because of the podcast. Like, otherwise I wouldn't have it, but right. I see on there, like people, like I, I'm like, 
enjoy the moment you know like you don't need to yeah. upload a photo every five seconds of whatever you're doing like just enjoy yeah there's it. nothing that pisses me off more than someone that's you know looking at their phone throughout yeah an event like, that's like, going on around you i'm like there's so much like i try i try to post like very little um actually yeah. i only post like obviously i'll post you uh for the yep. podcast but yeah you just got to enjoy the moment because i just think that like when you look at it on your phone like three weeks later yeah. you're like oh shit i should have paid attention so uh, last weekend, Austin is known for their bats, right? So there's this bridge that houses all these bats and they come out at like 8.30 at night, something like that. Mm-hmm. And there's this lady with her phone out trying to get a picture of the bats as the sun is going down. I'm like, you're not going to see anything through your phone. Just enjoy the you know, natural experience of these bats just coming out at night, you know? Well, yeah. It really, it really annoyed me. I don't know why, but like, it's like, come on, get off your phone. Yeah, like my like I just think like my grandpa, like he didn't have a smartphone and he used to tell me stories and like those stories were like so in they're so detailed that it was better than seeing the picture. Yeah. If that yeah, makes sense. Definitely. Well, he, if, especially if you're a storyteller, which yeah. I'm not great at telling stories, but I wish I was. I think you're um, shut selling yourself short. You've been this has been pretty fun, <laughs> man. Well, I'm gonna have to come back on because we did oh, waste like we did like a half an hour on politics. Yeah, we're gonna have to call it the five lead podcast because <laughs> well, no, yeah, honestly, I'm down uh, to do it anytime. Yeah, no, I mean, it, it, and this is this is uh, this was great, man. I, I really can't appreciate or say thank you enough for uh, doing this. Yeah, no, absolutely. I, I I've had a lot of fun. Like I said, I was. This is not like this is not my forte. I don't, uh, you know, back in college, you'd have to make a speech and I would like try to memorize every line, but like you'd flub a line and it completely throw you off. And I was like nervous, like, what am I going to say? What am I going to say? But this has been incredibly natural and, and I have really enjoyed this a lot. Yeah. Well, I mean, I would say like a hundred percent of the people who've, who've been on the show have never been on a podcast. They're always like a little nervous and I'm just like, yeah, it's going to be fine. Like, yeah. <laughs> and I think you can attest to that. Like it's, it's, you just kind of yeah. talk and, and uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's pretty easy. Um, I, I did I have a couple of beers to calm my nerves. Not going to lie, but that's, uh, <laughs> hey, you gotta do what you that, gotta that's do. my way of coping with my anxiety. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. Try meditation. <laughs> <laughs> See, that might've worked, but it, it probably would have worn off a lot faster because I'm not that deep into it yet. <laughs> yeah. Well, um, but yeah, man, I mean, is there anything else you want to, we only got a, a minute left here or two minutes. I'm sorry. All good. Um, so I knew you were going to ask this question. Yeah. And I would say that people need to give each other a break more often and more importantly, give themselves a break because everybody goes through shit in their lives. And if you can just let it go, sometimes you're going to be well, way more well off. Uh, well said, very well said. Um, I mean, I think that was, that was beautiful. Um, <laughs> I don't have anything else to say to that, man. That's, that's perfect. That was a prepared line, by the way. <laughs> I mean, it seemed like, it, it seemed like you read it, but it was, uh, I mean, you still wrote it, right? So I did. No, I didn't read it. I didn't read it, but I um, did have that prepared. <laughs> hey, listen, man, everyone, you gotta have like that, that punchline that you, you know, you're waiting for the yeah. perfect moment to put it in there and, and you slayed right there, man. That was, that was well, great. next time, next time I come on, I'll have a joke for you because uh, now that I know that you've tried stand up, uh, I would love to try out some material on you. Cause I'm yeah. definitely a afraid to do it in front of people but i could probably do it on this podcast <laughs> <laughs> well listen man, like i was i was telling uh, a few people like that just go, go if you the only person who's telling you you can't do something is you right it's the it's like, internal dialogue <laughs> exactly if you if you want to do stand-up or you want to do a play-by-play announcing for the yankees like just go out there like it's not like like Sean yeah. Hannity didn't become a, a, a radio host because or a news host because he was given it. Yeah, he went out and did it. Or right. um, Don Lemon, you know, like these guys, right. like they, they went and did their own thing. And so yeah. you got to just if you believe it, you can achieve it. I know that's corny, but it's true. You're like you're yeah. the one who's got to make up your mind and just go do it. Yeah, I, I 100 percent agree. This has been a lot of fun, Sam. I really appreciate you having me on.
Hey, I love you, brother. Thank you so much. Tell everyone I said hello, yeah. and it'll come out uh, tomorrow, and it was awesome. Thank you. All right, and let's catch up uh, not on a podcast so we can yeah, really absolutely. talk about politics. Absolutely. I'll give you a <laughs> All right, man. I'll All talk right, to you again you. soon. Right. Yep, bye. bye.